Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Super necessary. God, Eric, my God! Unbelievable! Just like that! Come and done! You gotta be kidding me! You gotta be kidding me! You can't say much other than wow. Hello and welcome back to Super Necessary. Today, I'm absolutely delighted to say that we're joined by three of the lads that are going to be fighting on the upcoming double trouble card this this coming Friday and Thursday. Um, don't know why I said the days backwards, just a bit weird there. Like, but uh, yeah, three of next gen's finest. So we're joined by first of all the middleweight champion of the world, Matt the Beast, the Meme King Bonner. <laughs> I did, fellas. Okay. Yeah, good, mate. You? Good. Yeah, I'm really good. Yeah. Um. And so we're also joined by Liam Nightmare Gittens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, last but not least, Adam, and this nickname will stick the Lumberjack Cullen. So I hope not. <laughs> 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 no, because it's one of Paddy's names and people <laughs> joking his ego by giving me that nickname. So I'm not having it. <laughs> so uh, we'll, we'll, we'll try and come up with a new one for you then. <laughs> <laughs> so is it a bit like the Southport Strangler then? No, that's a good one. That's a good one. one. He should keep that one going. He loves it. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think he'll admit it, but he definitely does. Like, um. (laughs) but how how you all doing anyway, boys? Training going well and everything, yeah. Yeah, it's been going fine. Yeah, good camp so far. Well, finished, haven't we? So yeah, it's been good. Are you uh, Are you in London now, Liam? No, no, Southport now. Go up tomorrow. Oh, do you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Alright, okay. I think when I spoke to you last time, you said you were going to, going to go up to the day, weren't you? But there's been a few issues with the hotels and there, hasn't there? Yeah, well, I wasn't sure whether we were going Tuesday or Wednesday, but I think we're all going up Wednesday now. Like, you're right. still in Well, not South, but you aren't in London yet, are you? No, no, we're going in the morning. Um, going in the morning tomorrow, yeah. Should be there, like, yeah. midday tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Good stuff. So, um, as you mentioned, obviously, Matt, middleweight champion of the world um 10 record of 10 6 and 1 now and then 4 and 4 as an amateur obviously last time out you defeated Natias Frederick um fourth round rear naked choke and you're defending against a uh, Jathy Mellon I hope that's how you say his name anyway <laughs> is it Melon. Milan is it yeah. yeah he's gonna he's gonna be a Mellon after this fight anyway um do you know do you know too, do you know much about him have you been able to find much about him yeah, he, he is a little bit mysterious, to be fair. Um, I've seen his last fight, but even that was a year ago. Um, Southport, tricky, very passive. Um, you'll take one step forward, he'll take three steps back. 
So I have to be quite patient. It's a very patient fire. Like a very typical southpaw, they, they, they tend to wait for you to maybe overreach and then they'll punish you for it. But I've never tricky fight because I've never I've never come across someone who's who, who's so comfortable standing there, not really doing anything. Um mm-hmm. so I say I've got I've got to be careful that I don't kind of charge forward into any of his shots or into a you know his his backhand. And I think it, I think it's gonna be a tricky fight. He's kind of that banana peel fighter where he can he can make you make mistakes and then he'll almost steal the end of the round. So would you say the sort of game plan going in then is more to try to get him coming towards you rather than you chasing him sort of thing? There's a few kind of game plans that we've branched off on. Um, that That is one of them, kind of making him come forward. If he's comfortable being on the back foot, then let's see how comfortable he is kind of coming forward and almost mm. being the aggressor. Uh, another thing would be me being a little bit more aggressive and edging forward, but obviously being aware of his double leg because he is quite an explosive, uh, explosive guy. So we'll see. I think that's the, the privilege of it being five rounds. We, we've got time to adjust the game plan as we go. And it's just about being a bit more efficient with my my gas tank. I think I made an awful lot of mistakes in the Frederick fight, uh, wasted a lot of energy. And this fight, I can't I can't be doing the same. I can't be wasting the energy over the five rounds. Do you, do you, um, do you know what his sort of background is? Like, is, is he more of a standing fighter or is he a, a wrestler? Yeah, he looks like he's come from a wrestling background or certainly a grappling background. Uh, he's won like a, a kind of a few tournaments, European tournaments or world t- kind of tournaments in terms of grappling. But it's always quite tricky to know what the, the, the standard or what the level of those tournaments are. Um, he looks comfortable on the ground. There's some fights he looks really good on the ground, and other other fights he's you know slipping and sliding all over the place. So, you know, the, the idea of what we've come into this fight is we're not really worried where it goes. He's not. An Olympian, you know, caliber wrestler. He's not summiting every single guy he goes against. He's he's very beatable, you know, in all the the, the disciplines. Yeah, good. Um, so next up, we've got Liam Nightmare Gittins. He is the former Cage Warriors Academy flyweight champ. Make sure I get these right. The former Budo flyweight champ. He is mm. seven and three in his pro record, eleven and two in amateur. His last yeah. fight was against Gerardo Fanny. Um, unfortunately, mm-hmm. lost that, but we're going to get back to it. Um, his next fight is against Kingsley Crawford. Can you just talk about him a bit, mate? Uh, with Kingsley, I'd say he's, what I've seen, he's more of a clinch fighter. He's good on the ground. So uh, I think there'll be a lot of clinch in this fight, to be honest. Um, could surprise me. He switches a lot, southpaw and orthodox, but I could see the fight going heavy clinch, getting taken down getting back up and just sort of who's better at doing their game, I guess. So Yeah. Oh, be a tiring fight, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, is, 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 is his style more literally to wear you down, yeah, would you say? I think so. On some of his fights, not so. Like, I've watched him go southpaw, like, the whole three rounds on one fight. But other than that, on his other fights, he switches quite regularly. Um, be quite interesting to see how he approaches it, but I think he's going to try to take it now. Things don't be looking to get top position. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Stuff. Uh, and then we've got Adam, not the lumberjack Cullen. Two and hours as a pro, six and three as an amateur. Last fight versus uh, Josh Plant, and you won versus first round, rear naked choke. And you're fighting uh, Mikhail Badum next. Uh, have you managed to look at him much? 
Fair enough. Yeah, no, I've had a good watch of him. Like um, a few of his last fights, um, bit of a weird one there. Some of them are hard to find, like you know, strange shows and like things for like Latvia and Germany and, and all them. But um, yeah, I've managed to watch him. Bit of a bit of a kicker and a like to walk it down and punch. But um, I'm not bothered. Do you know what I mean? Like watch all his fights and like for, for him, he's like five and one, and I'm two and zero and all that shit. But it just doesn't matter to me. Um. He's never fought me, has he? I'm just going to get his face, just yeah. bite down, and I'm going to finish him. Do you know what I mean? So I'm not I'm not really too concerned with him. Not like I'm looking past him or anything, but I just know what level I am. Yeah. And I'm so obviously, would you say he's like a, a pressure fighter likes, likes to sort of dictate how the fight's going to go? Yeah, but it's like pressure in a weird way. Like, it's pressure, but like, you know, point scoring, like, put mm. shots back right. out, you know, but likes to be on the front foot so we can throw his kicks and all these low kicks and that, but yeah, it's just I thought people like him before. I thought people are better than him. I'm, I'm not worried. Yeah, I know him. Um, he's from GB Top Team, isn't he? Um, I know Raleigh's pretty much from the same gym. Well, what's the sort of dynamic like between the gyms with Next Gen and GB Top Team? Because they do compete quite a bit. Are you as friendly? Is it? Or is it just competitive? Is it? What would you say? My opponent's from somewhere in France, I think. He's like, is he? Is he? Yeah, uh, Fox Gym or something it's called in like the middle of, middle of France. Um, Gittins' his opponent's from GB Top Team, isn't Yeah, it? that's it. That's yeah, it. Yeah. It's got mixed up. Um, yeah, yeah what, what would you say about the, the dynamic between the gyms? Because you used to compete often, obviously. It's, it's just going to match up. It's just competitive, really, isn't it? It's just, yeah. Like I thought another one of the guys from that gym, uh, Emerus Sundays. Yeah. But it's like the vile songs the coaches and everything. Sounds not like there's any like bad blood, I'd say, between the gyms or anything. Yeah. It's just, good gym. Yeah. There's the scene like recently he's you know teamed up, I don't know if it's like Nathan and Wooden, you know what I mean? But yeah, it's, yeah. 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 Um oh good. So let's let's move on then. So um Matt, last time I was obviously you ended the reign of Matthias Frederick. You're under mm-hmm. a lot of pressure in the fight, but f- for you, did it go as you as you had planned? No, I can't. I can't say it did. To be fair, it was. I've never. I've said this in a few podcasts as well. I've I've never been in a cage with someone who so intensely wants to do you damage. <laughs> Frederick isn't in there to win the fight. Mm. He's in there to smash you to pieces. And I think that showed a little bit. I was kind of. I'd, I'd come off such a comfortable fight with James Webb and felt. You know, brilliant in that fight. It was the best performance. I enjoyed being in there. I enjoyed the whole process where I came in confident into the cage and as soon as you've got this big fella standing opposite mm-hmm. you, you say, wants to smash your face and it kind of it kind of threw me by surprise almost. I think that's almost why I was so initiating that double leg the whole time and, you know, he was sprawling. He was putting his weight down on me. In terms of damage, he never. I never took any damage. I think I was lucky with most of his shots kind of, clip me forearms and, and whatnot so you know, I never came out the fight with any kind of um, like damage concussion or anything like that but it was a tough fight um, I was, it, it, was a, it was a weird one because when he was on his feet he never felt like he ever ran out of steam but when I took him to the ground he kind of you could feel the wind leave his body it was almost like he gasped when he got to the ground it's yeah. I guess those two kind of they're so different energy systems between standing and wrestling and grappling yeah. and obviously he was very fit on the feet but didn't seem as fit when it went to the ground and 
I say fortunately I was able to get in that that rear naked choke at the end of the fourth and um, but I was you know I was, I was gassed out at that point it would have been quite interesting to see what kind of position I would have been in in round five whether I could have gone gone the five rounds because I kind of believed I was up three rounds at that point, and it, it took uh, they took a point off for a legal knee, you know, yeah. from him. So I was I, I was ahead, but you know, could he have survived that that last round? I'm, I'm not too sure. It would have been like say um, interesting to have seen that. And I know um, there was some dialogue at the end between us. Can you just say like what what took place there between us? I'm not really sure what his what his beef was. To be honest. Um, I mean, obviously, you're disappointed. He's he's lost his world title. I think he had well, he obviously did have aspirations of going to the UFC and whatnot. Um, so again, that might play into the disappointment. I always think you should shake your opponent's hand before and after the fight. And for me, that's what separates it from from a street fight. You don't need to embrace your opponent at the end. You don't need to lift them up on your shoulders or anything silly like that. But handshake before and after, and then you can go off and sulk and and whatnot. But he was. Um, I think he was just so disappointed, which is fair enough. And, you know, Frederick's 38, 39. It's, it's probably his, his last chance at fighting for a world title at that level. So he's, he's probably, like I say, a little bit disappointed. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, to be expected. But as you say, there's a certain level of respect that you have for someone you share the cage with. And sure. that's all yeah. it's about. It doesn't take much to shake someone's hand. And then, like I say, you can go off and, and have a whinge or have a, have a sulk after that. That's That's fine. But... Yeah, a little, mm. little bit of respect goes a long way, I think. Definitely. Yeah, it's what keeps it a sport, isn't it? Definitely, yeah. yeah. Definitely about respect. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so, Liam, as we mentioned uh, last time, unfortunately, you did uh, you did lose your last fight. But mm-hmm. you, you must really be looking forward to showing people exactly why you are called Nightmare again. Yeah, well, I'm just happy that I've just, I feel 100% this time around. So, hopefully, have loads of energy on a day and just be able to put on a good show. So. Yeah, um, there was. I, I think it was Brad when when you were in your last fight or the fight before. There was talk about some move to to flyweight. Is that something you're still looking on doing? So I think if it was for the right opportunity, I'd go back down flyweight again. But for now, um, my main main goals for bantamweight, I'd say. Yeah. Like I don't know. In the future, it could change. But for now, I'm like a lot happier making weight to bantam. But I can make fly if needed. You feel more comfortable at, at Bantam? Yeah, it's just not as a heavy cut. So fight camp's easier, and then like the whole cut process is easier. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Stuff, mate. <laughs> um, so Adam, back in September, obviously you had two opponents pull out, uh, which I, I believe were injuries. Does it piss you off even more, knowing that you're willing to still get in there with injuries? and take any other fights, like, does it annoy you when people pull out with injuries and you're willing to step in with whatever you, you had at that point because you did mention that you had went through injuries? It's just got expected now, isn't it? Like, I've had that many fights and done that many training camps. Like, people are just pretend fighters. There's so many pretend fighters out there. And, you know, everyone wants to be a, a fighter on Instagram and everyone wants people going, oh, yeah, that was sick, I'll come to your fight. And, oh, yeah, you look boss and all that. But when it comes down to it, people just don't want to fight, do they? Then yeah. the day, people pull out with, you know, broken broken toenails, don't need twisted socks. Like, then the day, like, you just know, I know. It, it pisses me off, but it's expected. Like, people aren't going to want to fight me because I, they, I, I know and they know how them fights are going to go. They're all just going to get smashed, so they just... It just says a lot about them, doesn't it, really, that 
they're just fake fighters. So it, it was an obviously frustrating not getting to fight. And obviously I was there to fight and I wish they could have had the fight, but in the long run it doesn't affect me. Like I just keep it keep the ball rolling, do you know what I mean? Didn't stop training. Now I'm back and hopefully with a game lad who's gonna get smashed instead. So it's sound. Nice. Um are you able to, to talk about what injuries you had in September just to let these these fighters know what you know the shit that you're going through and still turn up? I can't even remember to be honest. I, I ended up like twisting my ankle really badly and that like affected me for like three weeks ish. I, I couldn't I couldn't do any running, I couldn't do any jumping, like I couldn't kick. Um, I had to wrestle off my other foot and all all kinds. I uh, I got bare sights in my elbow one one day and that lasted for like two weeks. I couldn't I couldn't do any wrestling. I couldn't get I couldn't get kicked. It, it was just a, an endless list. I ended up getting a frozen shoulder for like half a week where I couldn't move me. I couldn't lift my arm up. But it's just you just get on with it now, don't you? At the mm. end of the day, fighting like everyone goes on about like longevity and you know staying injury free and not with a fight at the end of the day aren't we like with it people are there trying to hurt each other you're going to get hurt so going into like a fight fresh and injury free doesn't really like this time for me it's happened but like it, it doesn't really like mm. it's just the same as a fight I'm probably going to come out with cuts and bruises and yeah. injuries and all but it's a fight at the end of the day isn't it so you've just got to yeah. do it yeah it's it's refreshing like you said you do see so many people pull out with, like, bullshit injuries. Uh, and it's, it's not just in MMA. You see, like, this fucking Tommy Fiori fiasco, him pulling out and with a supposedly broken rib. It's like, like I said, they just pretend he was in it for the money and that, that was yeah. all that was about. But it is it's refreshing to see that, you know, some, like yourselves, you're just willing to just put it all out there, yeah. no matter what. It, when it comes to fight day, you're fighting and you don't, you're not asked. So it's refreshing to see. Genuinely, uh, yeah. genuinely, it's great. Take no fake fighters. <laughs> no, take <laughs> notes. Yeah. Uh, so this question is just for Liam and Adam. Um, but we, we've got to know what what's Matt been like since he uh, since he won the belt oh, and became the meme. Pick. You know, I've got to make the I've got to make the door bigger than the gym to fit his head. <laughs> You're only allowed to call him the champ. That's all you're allowed to do. He's been kicked out of the house, hasn't he? His wife's kicked him out. That's his sleeping in the gym. So, so what does, does, does he wrestle with his belt on? Yeah. Does he wrestle with his belt on? Do you not see he got married, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he put the belt on over it. I got married to his belt. I, I, I didn't see his belt. <laughs> Yeah, you, you must be gutted that it's in the suitcase now, Matt, and not like just behind you there. I, I'll give it a nice clean before it went in the suitcase. So I went over it with a little bit of, you know, a wet wipe and made, made sure it was nice and shiny. But um, hopefully it's going to be coming, you know, coming back with me on the Saturday morning as well. Um, it's bloody heavy. You know, that's what I said to Matthew before. So I've, I've had to buy one of those kind of uh, suitcases with the wheels on it because I can't, I can't go down to London on the subway with this enormous training bag with, you know, we belt hanging out. It, it weighs, honestly, it weighs about 12 kilo, this thing. So, you know, it's uh, no, it's nice to have. It's nice to kind of uh, see it here and there. And, yeah, say, say hopefully I'll uh, I get to be bringing, bringing it back to me to, to, to Warrington on the uh, on Saturday morning. <laughs> sure, Cole, my hold up for you, lad. <laughs> uh, I honestly reckon he's got it, like, on his lap now and he's stroking it off camera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Like a> puppy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, <coughs> right, let's see. So, Matt, we also want to ask you, have you spoken to Dan about his utterly selfish behaviour? You know, he's oh. winning the European mm. title on the day of your wedding. It's unacceptable. <laughs> yeah, it, it was unfortunate, weren't it? It was... Obviously, my wedding was booked months and months and months in advance, and then this big opportunity came. Utah Grand Prix was the show, and it's you know one of the the big shows in the UK, and they've got really solid links with One FC now. Um, yeah. So you know, it, I know joking aside, I was never gonna you know, expect him to to stay for the wedding. Um, it was I was I was pleased, and obviously I was really 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 pleased that he, that you won the fight. I said to the missus like. She said, it's not going to ruin the wedding, is it, if, you know, if he loses? And I was like, no, no, of course it won't. In the back of my head, I'm thinking, fucking right, it will, you know, it's going to ruin the day if he loses. But I managed to watch it on a stream because uh, he was he was on quite near the end. I think, in fact, I think he was the last the last fight uh, after Liam Harrison. And he, he performed really well and he's really pleased with his performance. And hopefully he'll be kind of thinking about uh, competing for world titles next year. That's his That's his goal. Definitely. Definitely. Um, we had him on here ourselves a few months back, so we know how hard he, he both years mm-hmm. work, and it, it was great to see him get the win. Um, one thing... Um, sorry, obviously, he made some sort of appearance because there was a cutout, but yeah. I, I want to know, did anyone get so pissed that they started talking to the cutout thinking it was Dan? They, they <laughs> didn't, but I'd be like eating me tea, and i think, who's that person staring at me? And I'd turn around, and it was the... the Fucking cut out, but <laughs> I ended up bringing this cut out back to, to the gym. I, I have a gym about 30 seconds away from my house, and I thought, I know what I'll do. I'm going to put this cut out right in front of the door. So when someone opens the door, this cut out staring at me in the face. And then I had to go to the gym later on, forgot I'd put this bloody cut out there and scared myself like a turf. Yeah. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, the cut out's kind of in the corner somewhere. I don't know where it's even gone. Maybe it's kind of got a life of its own or something. I'm not sure. Is it, um... <laughs> Is it weird when you you're getting scared of this cutout, but it essentially looks like you, so you're scared of yourself? Possibly that might be it. I'm I'm so intimidating, <laughs> and intimidate myself. That, that might be part of it. Mm. <laughs> um, so obviously we were meant to have a have Luke Riley joining us on this, mm. but um, he had other plans, uh, so he, he couldn't unfortunately join us. We were going to sort of ask you, um to try and give him a bit of a nickname. Obviously, Matt, you, you're you the beast or the meme king, whichever one you want to go with these days. <laughs> uh, Liam is Nightmare. We were going to say, Adam, you're the lumberjack, but we're not going to go oh, with that anymore. So, uh, I like the witness psycho for Luke. <laughs> the witch? The witness psycho. The witness yeah, psycho. that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. There we go. There we go. So, he didn't well, like it either, but I'm sure Sure, well, it's one of them. Nathan didn't really like the Southport Stangler at first, but the more you say it, the more it'll grow on him. So, Low keep, yeah, definitely. If we keep it going, he'll he'll love it. Uh, so, with that being said, Matt Liam, what would you what would you say is a an appropriate nickname for Adam? I don't know. I like Lumberjack. <laughs> <laughs> Not meant to say that. <laughs> a nice thick beard, hasn't he? Which I've yeah. absolutely not got. So it has to be something revolving around his his beard. I think. What does he shave it though? I kind of just give him evil eyes every time in trading now. Fucking hell! <laughs> 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 that picture pop yeah. with his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think I'm going to try him inspiring, and he just smashes me to pieces. And I'm like, <laughs> That was a, a better fighter. 
that was it. Cause that that picture you posted about my eyes, I was just thinking, that was... wow, Graham Boylan's going to be coming in a minute and wrapping this middleweight belt around me. Gonna be <laughs> so are we are we sticking with the lumberjack for now then, or are we getting that changed ASAP? We'll get one soon. Someone will come out with a belt soon, and I'll be happy, and I'll give it my seal of approval. <laughs> Do you reckon he'll be paddy again or do you reckon he's No, he's else? not even funny, and he thinks he's definitely <laughs> <laughs> boring. Um, so we've got a favour to ask, lad. So on the podcast, we've had a lot of the next gen family. Obviously, Matt is our most appeared guests. Thank you, Matt. Uh, we've had Nate on a few times, we've Paddy, spoke to Ben, Kyle, and um, we've hopefully got another episode coming with, with a few of the other lads like the squid and that. Um, there's only one legend that we're missing, and that is the meatball. Um, do you think you could help us out and throw in a good word for us? Tell her that we're not really balanced, you know, we just appear to be like that. <laughs> yeah, she's too busy following everyone around the country, isn't she? Isn't she watching them getting battered off everyone? So, yeah. that's the between them games. <laughs> Was she, was she one of the 27 people who walked out last night, do you know? I don't know, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised. She's probably there fronting them all for leaving. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't surprise me, actually. Uh, no, I, it would be great to have, have Molly on, but, uh, you yeah. know, we love we love getting everyone on from Next Gen. Um, yeah. You've all been so sort of open to coming on, and it's good to have a laugh at you. And like I say, Matt's been on the most times. Now you're our most appeared guest, Matt. So we'll, uh, we'll have to get you like a hat trick ball or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't do anything more that's going to tickle his ego. His head's just going to get even bigger. Don't say that to him. Head's oh. just going to grow, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so the next time we get Matt on, his camera's going to have to be further and further away. Yeah. <laughs> going to be in a different room, too. I've done holding it for him on the other side of the room. You wait till I move down the weight class and I'll have me two. Two cage oh. right, but you know, just wait. It, it, it sounds like Cullen's gonna move up and challenge for it. Definitely, definitely. I'm coming to middleweight. Oh, yeah, we're gonna no. be fight heavyweight on Christmas Day when we're both full of food after this fight, and we're gonna have it. <laughs> it's the hardest man in um, from Warrington is. Uh, so it's it's funny you say that, Matt. Uh, what we thought we'd do just to finish off. Thought we'd have a, a bit of fun and have a little game of Would, would You Rather with you. Um, so we're going to start with you, Matt. And um, would you rather be the double champ in Cage Warriors or get that move to the UFC? We know you've mentioned it in the past and said you're not yeah. really sure. So we thought we'd put you on the spot. <laughs> that, that, that's a tough one. And if you'd asked me that kind of three, four months ago, I'd have said UFC every single time. But there's... Ever since I won that belt, it, I don't know. It's you know, like Friday, for instance. It's I'm defending something I've already got, and I'm looking for that that new challenge now. So that they both both appeal. Mm. But I guess you know I, I started following the sport when I was 17, um, and I you know I wanted to be UFC champion when I'm 17. 13 years on, I still want to be in the UFC. So I guess ultimately it would be that step up into the UFC. But that double champ would be a very very close second. Lovely. At least, at least we got the answer. <laughs> um, Liam, so they, they, they kind of change you, but um, Liam, would you rather be forced to listen to the same 10 songs for the rest of your life or be forced to watch the same five films on repeat for the rest of your life? Ooh. 
Well, from watching films, I can't do anything else. At least with listening to music, I can still <laughs> go about my day, so I pick music, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, true. Didn't yeah. Think of it so Adam, uh, would you rather never be able to go out during the day or never be able to go out during the night? Oh, during the night, day is well better than night, isn't it? Mm. I'd rather stay in I'd stay in at night and go out on the day, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'd have, to, I'd have to agree with that one to be fair. Yeah. I think that's for any kind of normal human being, isn't it? You know? Yeah. <laughs> so not you then, Kieran. Um, no, well, well, used to be. <laughs> I think Bonner likes going out in the night, scaring old women. <laughs> Staying the day with old women. Old women. I don't just scare them. I, I, I follow through. I, I'm more old women as well. Might as well do it. Might as well do you know follow through on that. Yeah, of course, you've got to make the money, haven't you? End of the day. You don't make much money in cage warriors. That's not paying me mortgage. No. <laughs> <laughs> I need to take that UFC contract. Stop being greedy, trying to get two belts. <laughs> that's, the, that's the real reason, and I just want to make some dough at the UFC. That's, that's, that's the real reason. That took up my time, didn't it? <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone thought that was going to happen there. Uh, uh, so we did have one for Luke, but we'll we'll ask you is together so would you rather walk barefoot in a public toilet or be poisoned barefoot in it that <laughs> <laughs> was a very quick answer that man barefoot so you only need to, a few little wet wipes and you can clean those feet right up can't you but I was ill not last week the week before I felt like I'd been poisoned that was that was dreadful so yeah the barefoot one I think for me <laughs> Put yourself, lads. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. No, I, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just wash your feet, guys. <laughs> yeah, as much as you can. <laughs> that, that makes more sense now when you look at it that way rather than being stuck in the toilet and walking around on it all the time. <laughs> yeah, um, I can't think of one for you now, really. Go for it. Yeah, rather. I ask you, would you rather only hang around with mats cut out or um <laughs> yes or do the same uh, zoom with Matt but his head's getting bigger every single time? <laughs> Is this for me? Yeah. I, I actually think I'd do the zoom because I want to see how he handles the big heads so and stuff. <laughs> Getting stuffed and prop it up, please. Yeah, just be this. Yeah, just be my eye. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, unless you've got any other would you rather's or any any questions for us, it's, I, I don't think many people have asked us questions. So, oh, yeah. I, I was interested in that. Yeah. Yeah, I've got, I've got one. Uh, how did you actually start? Like doing all this and getting in somewhere like um i think you, you were starting the Liverpool one weren't you quinn and uh, i i wanted to do a mma one i wanted to do it more to challenge myself in terms of doing it in front of a camera and you yeah. know I, I weren't the most confident person um yeah so for me it was trying to challenge myself in something that i'm not used to which would be the camera and then obviously i need to Learn to be more outgoing, obviously speaking to yourselves, getting it together and stuff, you know, that all 
is a learning experience for me because I, I, for the most of my childhood, was always quiet and you know, I sort of went with the crowd, you know what I mean? It sort of didn't make own decisions. So, for this, like, this is a big thing for me, and it was challenge that I wanted to do. So, that's how I got started. What about, what about you, Quinn? Yeah, largely the same, really. Like you said, I started one a few weeks earlier um, for about Liverpool, which I've still got going. Um, and that was sort of in its infancy. And, and like you said, Keen asked me if I wanted to start this one. And I just said, yeah. And it just it just took off, really. I was the same. Not really. I was never too confident. When I was growing up, I sort of gained more confidence as I've, as I've got older. Um, but it's just, been, it's just been great. Like, it's opened our eyes to... To so much in MMA, it's it's broadened our understanding of it. It's even like when we spoke to to Dan on here, just getting that different understanding of like the, the world of Thai as opposed to MMA. It's just been it's been mad, and you know it's been great yeah. getting to talk to the likes of yourselves, uh, the rest of the you know the rest of the ones from next gen, the different gyms in the city, UFC fighters. It's just been it's been a crazy sort of twelve to eighteen months on it. It's been mad, mm. but yeah, it's been quality. You know. This is, you know, getting the likes of yourselves on. This is what we, this is what we had as our vision for it. We wanted to support local fighters, local gyms. We wanted to support UK MMA. We wanted to get people understanding UK MMA and some of the great fighters that we've got in this country better. A lot of our following on Twitter is American. So mm. we feel like we're introducing some fighters on, you know, like you like the FCC and your almighty and things like that we feel like we're helping to introduce them to the american fans that we've and listeners that we've got so it's been great for us it's been so rewarding and we hope it'll carry on for a long time yeah it's boss that. that's it but um yeah it's been it's been great so look lads we know um you must be getting ready to travel down to london is it are you all traveling tomorrow is it yeah yeah matt's yeah. ready for bed isn't he yeah, Matt's used to seeing 20 to 8, are you, Matt? <laughs> this is well past my bedtime. <laughs> not here, Dan, knocking on the door then. He's got the bunk beds ready, they're ready to go to bed. Dan can't sleep without Matt being in the room. That's why you really got the cut out, isn't it? Getting the, uh, the matching pajamas going for Christmas as well. So yeah, obviously, obviously. Yeah, we can't we can't wait to watch your fights uh, upcoming. Uh, we know Matt's gonna bring the belt back home with him, and we know you two. We know you're gonna we know you're gonna smash it and get the wins. So best of luck to you all. Thank you so much for taking the time out, which is obviously on what's obviously a very busy week for you. We really appreciate it. And it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. And um, of course, good luck to Luke Riley as well, who couldn't make it. Um, he's in his second pro fight and he's going to absolutely put on another strike clinic like last time. So good luck to him. But yeah. lads, we absolutely appreciate it. Um, thank you. That's what it See you later. Take it easy, This is the greatest. I love it. It was super necessary.
delicious and delicious. 